Hello, listeners. A, a quick word about the time and place we are in right now. We are recording this episode on June 4th, 2020. You know, when we started this pod, our inspiration was fun and the fun we had drinking beer, comparing notes, laughing, telling stories. We've worked really hard to keep our personal politics and beliefs out of the I Like Beer podcast, not because we don't have political views or strong moral convictions, but because this was our place to escape into a few beers and laughs. Each member of the ILB team has strong political views and cares deeply about the country and world we live in, along with everyone living in it. Three of us are public school teachers. We've dedicated our careers to educating young people into being thoughtful, caring, compassionate, intelligent citizens. In other parts of our lives, we are active in promoting our politics and supporting peace and love and compassion and social justice, as well as environmental causes. We absolutely support the struggle against racism, against oppression, and for social justice. Jeff can attest to my personal social media accounts. I am not shy or soft-spoken in my politics or my support for social justice, nor is anyone else on the team. We will continue to provide medium-quality entertainment on our podcast. We will continue to focus on what our vision is for this podcast, but we don't want to appear tone-deaf or blind to what's happening in the world around us. We love and we respect our black, brown, and all other brothers and sisters, and we will continue to actively support change in our real lives, even as we keep our podcast a place to have a little fun. Thank you. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff, and on behalf of our other host, Jeff, and the entire I Like Beer team, I'd like to welcome you back to part two of our Yellow House Brewing Edition with special guest, Damon Adamo, home brewer extraordinaire. We enjoyed several excellent beers, as well as toast, roast, pour one out in episode one. And now it's time to get back to it, because Damon has even more beers to share. I agree. Talon is pointing at an empty glass. And Damon, what, what do you have in store for us? All right. I'm going to say Coffee Cat, the one with the IS, so the CCIS. I found it. So that, the, the IS is for Irish Stout Malt. Ooh. So I, I, oh, it smells great. There should be two. One is the Coffee. So Coffee Cat is a beer that I made, I don't know, probably three years ago. And I've made it. This is the third time I've made it. And then I found out there is a Irish stout malt from the Irish Malting Company of Ireland. And I wanted to see if there was a difference. So I did this batch with, I did two batches, one with the Irish stout malt and one with Irish pale malt. So this is, okay, I see it. Irish stout. I see the IP. So, Joe's lined yeah. up all my drinks for me. He came over before we started because that's in my rider. And he, he lined them all up in the right order. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I failed Spaniard, but I, I, I no, got no, it done you, for you. You did just fine. I, I thought that IPA was amazing. Hey, can everybody hold up their glass? I'll take a picture oh. for social media. Oh, wow. What a, that's another great beer. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Cheers. Okay, great. Thank you. So Damon, got, got a couple more questions for you as we, well, first this beer right here, um, you want to tell, I think wow. you told us a little bit about it, but any more background on this beer? 
so it's it's a it is a it's a coffee stout which originally coffee stouts were didn't include coffee like all the coffee beers that we get now uh so i got from mother earth before they had closed i i bought a whole 55 pound bag of kilned coffee malt or it's just kilned coffee i don't think it's malted so it's it's a kiln coffee and it's the roast that gives it that that coffee burnt flavor i kind of made it in a traditional irish stout except i have a flair for increasing the alcohol so this shit uh nice this one's about a seven and a half uh and i think it's just because that some of the malts are getting a little older yeah but originally it was like an eight one so it's a nice no it's it's a nice beer and and an eight one it's actually very very smooth for an eight one you know i mean that's it's a it's a it's an easy drinking eight one oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) which can get you in trouble on the other end of the eight one it's dangerous so i think you kind of talked a little bit about some of your stuff how many different styles of beer have you made I don't know. I have 50 different recipes or actually over 50 recipes. So I probably have, I don't know, at least 30 different styles. That's impressive. To, yeah. Or, or variations of styles. Right. So I've, you know, I've made, I have a knack for doing more of the English styles in the darker beers. So um, stouts, porters, browns, reds, pales. I did a, a ESB, ambers. And then I don't know. There's, I, I keep making, I just like making different beer. It's like, right. I think of it, I think of it as food. <laughs> and, and when I make the recipes, all the, so besides that other beer, I've only done a clone recipe and I even did variations of that. Cause I, I think part of the fun of homebrewing is making your own, right? It's like, I understand making a clone. You would get, you can say, Oh, well, it's going to, I want to make a clone of stone IPA right. and you get the stone IPA recipe. Well, it's not going to taste like stone. They've got different yeast. They've got different uh, methods and things you don't have as a right. home brewer. So I decided I was just going to make my own recipes. I mean, that's part of the fun is, you know, it's like cooking. And then you get the, the science fair every time you, you mix the yeast starter and start fermenting. All right. So with that being said, how, how many times have you started down a recipe and it didn't go the way you wanted it? Once. Once? That's wow. pretty good. That's impressive. Wow. That's yeah. 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 Wow. So all the beers that I've made. Almost everyone's been like, hey, it's, um, you know, I don't like reds, but this one's really good. And I don't know if they're being nice or not, but I had one and it was supposed to be a cream ale. It was in the summer. It was before I had any kind of temperature control and the temperature got a little bit higher and it was kind of a green olivey taste, Interesting. which wasn't bad. But if you don't like that flavor, you don't like it. So that was the only beer that I've made that people either liked it or they didn't like it. Very cool. I've been brewing uh, small batch Sundays over at Arcana. We were doing an amber, and then I had where one of the it ran out of the airlock, and then it sucked in air and ruined the beer. So, but overall, pretty pretty successful with your with um, your concoctions. I have been, and part of that's being clean. So, yeah. if you look at the the best thing any home brewer can do is be clean yeah. and make sure your equipment's clean. Um, and then I have a, another question. So you have 50 recipes. What's your favorite or favorite two? I have one that I call uh, Bam Amber. It's a nice, easy drinking amber. And the way I came up with the name, most of the stuff I have is named after cats, like coffee cat and whatever. And the Bam Amber, I don't know if you've seen Sling Blade. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
Mm-hmm. Funny, uh huh, or funny queer. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was using a biscuit amber, right? Nice. And I was just thinking biscuity, biscuits and mustard. And I was just laughing. So, like biscuits and mustard, I'm like biscuits and mustard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's bam. But then you would also think, you know, biscuit amber. So nice. So the first time I made it, I was it was kind of a throwaway beer. I was getting rid of hops, getting rid of some some malt. And what I've done when I brew is I take it to the different breweries and talk to the brewers or the owners and get feedback. And so I took it over to Tim at Barrel Harbor. And he said, I don't know, you gave me four beers and I was drunk by the time I had this one, but I just remember it wasn't balanced. (laughs) And I said, okay. And so I went back and I looked at the recipe and I was like, okay. So I changed, I changed the hops and the yeast and I made it again because it was pretty, it was pretty tasty, but he was right. It wasn't balanced. And so then I had BAM 2.0 and that one, that's probably one of my favorite beers to make and drink. All right. Biscuits and mustard. I love that sling blade reference. And so Damon, this isn't a request. This just has to happen. You have to make two complimentary beers, one called funny ha ha and one called funny queer. <laughs> it just has to happen. That's a great. idea. Not a request has to happen. Well, we could make one more though called ain't got no gas in it. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. And then I reckon, Oh, I'm an idea guy. I'm percolating with yeah, sling blade ideas right now. This. <laughs> sling blade brewing. Have a whole Sling Blade series, right? Sling Blade yeah. Brewing. Yeah. Have one called He Ain't No Count. <laughs> That's such a great movie. So, Damon, you said when you were going to brew at Evolution, do you know them or were you just going in there because it was your birthday? Yeah, no, I, I had actually met them shortly after they opened. And I was I was smoking my own malt because I was making a, a pumpkin porter. So it was a toasted marshmallow, pecan smoked pumpkin oh. porter. Oh, that sounds so oh, good. That sounds so good. <laughs> nah. I was going to tell you what's funny about that is that evolution, you know, so Mike Reedy, uh-huh. he was our geometry teacher in high school. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And co-worker later on. And then co-worker briefly at the beginning. But uh, Jeff, Jeff and Tom, all w- we all went to Carlsbad High School. And so he was my geometry teacher in 10th grade. So it's pretty funny. Hey, so I know you brew a lot of your beer, but what about going out when you go to a brewery around San Diego? What are some of your... What's one of your number one or two breweries you like to go to? One of my favorites to actually go to is White Labs. So a lot of times when I'm researching a beer, it'll talk about a specific yeast. So I'll go down to White Labs and hopefully they'll have something on tap in that style that I'm going to make. And I'll I'll try a couple different of the beers to see what yeast I should use in the beer. And so since those beers are showcasing the different flavors of the yeast, I just love going down there. Everybody's been great to me. And then up here in North County, uh, mostly Vista. I don't usually venture too far out of Vista just because we don't have to. Right. And I go to, uh, I usually go to Ebolition. I go to Helia. Those guys got some pretty solid beers. I've been brewing small batches over at Arcana for the past year. So I've been hitting Arcana a lot. Uh, There's a lot of guys that I like to go you know, visit their brewery and, and support, but just a lot of the guys have the same, you know, over at Ebolition, uh, those guys that just really get along with them, have a lot in common with them and hang out with those guys as well as, uh, Dan from Arcana. Very cool. So what about your dad? Was, uh, was he a beer drinker? I think my dad used to drink beer. And then in my twenties, I went out and after work, we were working together. 
yeah, my dad could swill some beer. I don't know what he drank. It was probably Budweiser. But I just remember one day we had a meeting for managers and we went out. I just remember getting a couple pictures with my dad and this guy, as we're walking out and I'm pretty lit and this guy's like, Hey Damon, how's it going? And I'm like, great, man. And then my dad says, Hey, do you know that guy? I said, no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So, so that was, I didn't drink much with my dad, but that was one of the best times there. Good memory, good memory. Yeah, that's good. Yep. <laughs> Pictures of Budweiser are totally a dad thing, right? Or Michelob. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Coors, yeah. banquet beer. Yeah. Like if you're up, banquet beer. Banquet beer. Low yeah. and brow. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah. You guys remember uh, Hams. Michelob Dry? Yeah, Michelob Dry. I remember Bud Dry. I don't remember Michelob Dry. I don't remember a Michelob Dry. Michelob yeah. Dry was first. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I just remember MGD because if you wanted to be a little higher yeah. level of drinker, yeah. Draft, you gen- yeah. Miller yeah. Genuine Draft. That's yeah. like, you know. Coolest. I thought I was pretty cool in college because you yeah. guys drink your Keystone. I'm going to drink. M- I only drink MGD. I remember I drank Michelob Dark at Foggy Notions over there by Sports Ooh, Arena nice. because I thought nice. I really found something special. <laughs> yeah. But you got to get the long neck bottles. Yeah. So your beer doesn't get warm. Of course. <laughs> we're civilized what do you think are we uncivil you guys were cool it wasn't that you thought you were cool yeah, you yeah. were cool that's true on the other hand you might be drinking too slow <laughs> <laughs> hey guys i saw a recent special section of the new york times uh, that took a look at weird and delightful ways we're getting through these times the focus of the section was small joys unforeseen pleasures that we've gained through this stay at home, shelter in place experience, you know, those little, almost imperceivable serendipitous gifts of time and circumstance. For example, they mentioned these joys, the joy of replanting scallions, my household, lettuce. We're having a blast replanting lettuce and daily watching it grow, you know, watching the garden grow in real time. Uh, They mentioned the joy of slowly circling the block over and over, (laughs) Uh, deleting old photos and emails, having plans cancel themselves, or the joy of hate watching something you already know you hate, and then you watch it and go, yeah, I do hate that, which is something <laughs> I've been doing with my my wife and daughter with Friends episode saying, I knew I hated this. <laughs> Although on the other hand, Parks and Rec, I'm loving. That's a great show. <laughs> so uh, after reading these offerings, I thought it might be a good topic to share with our team and Damon and ask you, what's a new simple pleasure you've discovered over the course of this whole shelter-in-place way of living? So I ended up grabbing some of the leftover yeast from this coffee cat stout and made a bread yeast starter. Yeah, nice. I saw that on Instagram. I've been cultivating it. And this morning, you know, I've been cultivating this one since Sunday. And this morning, it blew up just like blowing the top off of a beer fermenter. Nice. Yeast all over the counter. <laughs> and I go downstairs and I'm like, what the hell? And my wife said, I was leaving it for you. I thought you might want to see it. <laughs> and clean it. That's and yeah, cool. yes. more important. And clean it. So, And I made some bread this afternoon, so it was nice. pretty tasty. That's good. What about you, Talent? 
Uh, well, I, I, I can see a lot in these ones you just mentioned. Uh, for me, it's the hops, watching the hops. I go up and check my hops every day. And I mean, they grow six, six plus inches, seven plus inches yeah. a day. That's, that's actually really rewarding because it's, you can actually visibly see it. So I think that's really fun. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Probably one of the best things is, is I'm a, I'm a, um, a list maker. So, you know, you make a list of all the things you're supposed to accomplish for me. Sometimes it's a summer vacation. These are all the things I want to get done by the end of the summer, then the end of the week, whatever else. And the one thing I have noticed is this, I'm able to finish my list. So that's, that's a me- because normally it doesn't happen. Normally your lists are, you know, you get one or two things done and there's still like eight things to go on to the next week. And I found lists from previous summers and I still haven't done those jobs. And uh, for me right now, it's like week to week. It's like, it's Thursday and I'm already done with the list. I'm like, well, what else is there to do? You know? So I guess just having that time and, and the ability to, to do that and catch up on things is, is, is pretty cool. We're going to call that list completion. Nice. Least the, com- there you list, go. Thank the you pleasure of list that. completion. I, that yeah, never I happens it. to me. And I only put one thing yeah. on a week. <laughs> uh, how about you, Tom? Well, I'm kind of along the same veins of talent there. And just in terms of getting things done that normally under normal circumstances, we probably wouldn't have gotten done. Uh, and my big thing is just getting a lot of projects done around the house, mainly you know focusing on the yard and seeing that sense of completion when it's done. And knowing that if this, if we weren't going through what we were going through right now, my yard wouldn't look like it, it does right now. <laughs> nice. Right. So, and one of these days we're going to get to see it again. That'll be really cool. Right. <laughs> I doubt right. it. I doubt it. And then I think the other thing. Is... <laughs> I did see his front yard last week and it looked fantastic. Yes. The front yard looked fantastic. I did too. I, I actually drove by and he was out pulling weeds and stuff. Yeah, so I, I, can, I can attest to what he's been doing. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is just. Having an appreciation for a little slower pace of life. Oh, that is so Tom. Uh, the, yeah, it is Tom. I've never heard slow-mo? Tom say something more on, Tom than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I, one, one thing I would echo with him, and I think the thing that's amazing to me is I think how much more I appreciate actually seeing someone in person now. Which mm-hmm. I think that's well, – it'll be really yeah. interesting when we get back to normal if we still have that same – sense but I, like it's fun like it was fun talk doing this but then once we could see you guys on zoom was really cool but yeah. then like to see you guys in person it's like oh my it's like it's 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 really changed things i think it's really amazing it'll be interesting to see where our perspectives are when once it all kind of goes back to normal how about you producer joe so i've uh picked up the habit of same as tom picking weeds as i do my business calls and so i'm on the phone and i'm in my backyard just weeding <laughs> and <laughs> you become more of the multitasker yeah no <laughs> i'm a typical male so you know i uh multitasking is not a a quality i have um so i can weed and make a phone call at the same time which is it's pretty powerful yeah that's no a, no it's, this is a huge a, find for me yeah yeah that's you a skill gifts. you never knew you had i never knew i had it and yeah. i can do it yeah and do it well yeah Oh. That's congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. Hey, doctor, what about you? I'm appreciating uh, not having to actually be anywhere in the morning so I can <laughs> drink more and later into the night. <laughs> that is true, actually. That is very true. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I've also had a lot of extra time to spend uh, getting intimate with my bidet, 
Uh, I've got you know it's it's, it's checking the stream settings, yeah. checking out some of those. Yeah, 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 some yeah. of the you uh, know the remote has like twelve different buttons. You know, you push <laughs> this button and that button. There's there's all kinds. You know, the different combinations of buttons do a lot of different things. So I'm getting you know, the joy out of that too. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So th- those are the things I'm really appreciating in in life. Hey, Doc, w- will you please take a picture of that remote control for me so I can post that on Instagram? I will. <laughs> that, that's going to be people awesome. See it. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree with with Joe. Or I think uh, Todd was even saying that you know back in pre what are we going to call this like pre Q pre quarantine? You know, maybe you have a beer a night. Now it's like yeah, three four beers a night. Yeah, yeah. You know it's what? Good. It's not a big deal because I can yeah. sleep in in the morning. So right. <laughs> it's going to be harder to go back. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is COVID gone? That's horrible. It, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on empty. Yeah, I'm on I empty too. I'm ready for, for the next one. Yeah. Speaking of drinking Damon later into the you. night, Damon, what's up? Yeah. What's up next? Okay, so let's see. If you want to do a comparison between the uh, Irish Stout Malt and the Irish Pale Malt, you can go with the Coffee Cat Irish Pale. Okay. Um, we have the other people that didn't have the uh, the Stout Blend, which has the uh, uh, Coffee Stout, the two Coffee Stouts and a um, Golden Blonde Stout blended. And then the SC is an older beer, but that one's kind of a Kicking the pants. It's about a at a ten point two four. Ooh, that's Tyler mode. It's really sweet. So, what's the green one? The green bottle is a cider, and that one I I have. It's apples. That sounds good. Carrots, grapes, plums, a little bit of apple juice. So I wild fermented it, and then let that ferment for a couple months. And then I put in some apple juice from Costco and some more cider yeast. So it's pretty tart. All right. And then somebody had the white bottle. I think I, that was. I have the mystery Jeff. bottle. So you have the mystery bottle, which is either a uh, golden coffee stout or Belgian wit. So you can smell it and you'll be able to tell right away. Color is not going to give it away though, right? I'm doing the, I'm doing the comparison right now. I'm doing the comparison. Looks like it might be the coffee. It is the coffee, and it's really good. It's a, it's like a cream soda with coffee. Yes, yeah, so that's really blonde ale with with uh, a little bit of a little bit of lactose over. Um, I put coffee beans in the fermenter, and it sat on the coffee beans. I, I'm going to say this is my favorite of, of all, and I, I marked them all at, at over four, and we we score things out of five points because we're. We're fiends to untapped, but this has got my highest score of the night. Just on sip one and two, it's already a four, seven, five. It's a, it's like a cream ale with a, with just enough of the coffee in there to give it some complexity. You're welcome, Jeff, because there's only one of those. Yes. You, you more, you more than made up for missing out on the birthday pale, which I'm sure I'll get on, on next birthday. Yes. <laughs> so what, give me, give me an, in a, in a, Quick breakdown: the difference of your your the, the CCIP versus the CCIS because I feel like I like the CCIP more, um, but it's also the last one I just drank, so it could be that. So the so the difference is I changed the malt. Oh, that's it. Okay. The malt change. That's it. So so there was there was other ingredients, but the in the base malt I used Irish pale malt in the IP, and then Irish stout malt in the IS. I, I really like. Other than that, the recipe is identical. Uh, the hops, everything was the same. I like that IP. 
question for you, Damon. Yes. Have you ever mixed the two? Um, well, I blended all three with I bl- I mixed those two with the golden coffee stout because I just inadvertently mixed the two <laughs> in my glass here. Inadvertent, and it tastes great. Oh, they're they're both delicious. It's just you know depending on whether you like it a little maltier or a little bitter. Right. I think the uh, IP is a little bitter with the pale malt. Yeah, I like that and one a little better. And the stout is a little bit sweeter, and I noticed that when I was tasting it. I'm going to say though, at this point right now, if I'm going to compare these against each other, you know, you really shouldn't because they're each pretty good. But I, that that PPP is has got to be my favorite of the, the the group. That was that was fantastic. And and you're not even the IPA guy. And I'm not even an IPA guy. And I think that's why it's my favorite because I was so blown away by by how good of an IPA that is. So I'm hitting the the uh, the SC, which is Stray Cat, and that's my ten point two four, which was supposed to be. An eight five and it it uh, ballooned, <laughs> runaway train, and it's still sweet. That's yeah, and yeah. it matured, matured. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it before we're done. No, I think I evaporated too much when I was uh, I boiled out more than I did, and then I was like, well, I could add water to it and bring it back to an eight five, but then I'll have that many that much more eight point five, so I'll just have some ten point two four. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Cheers to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thank cheers. you. Thank you. I know what I want for my birthday. I don't need a bunch of people. I just want Damon and, and Tim Wong. Remember Tim? Tim Another was, home. yeah. Just some, <laughs> yeah. That's all. Just Sorry. Yeah, you guys some, can zoom in uh, if you want. I, that's good. As long as I can have some beer and mustard. I'm good with some beer and mustard. I want to try the beer and mustard 2.0. Mm. Yep. Oh, you made me funny, funny ha-ha for my birthday? <laughs> Yeah, and that pumpkin, the one that you said you were making. I, when you make that again, oh. I want to have some of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're in on that. With the pecans? Yeah. Yeah. Use the uh, pecan wood to smoke it. I, oh. I borrowed my father-in-law's smoker and went up and grabbed a couple of pounds of pale malt and just threw it in the smoker for a couple hours. You know, because a, a lot of your smoked beers taste like bacon, you know, or barbecue. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Smoking, the, smoking your own malts was – that was – Tip top. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, some listeners, they tune in for uh, talent's wisdom. Most are tuning in for my wit. <laughs> you know, handful are interested in beer. But let's be honest. there There is a large group of our following internationally that are here for one reason and one reason alone, and that's why we save it to the end. Doctor? Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in podcast land. I'm your host, Dr. Todd. For those Beer or Not a Beer virgins, and Damon, (laughs) here's how this game works. (laughs) I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One is not real. This one I thought of while on the International Space Station. (laughs) Or something close. Maybe just while spacing out. Who knows? <laughs> SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go, listeners. Are we ready? I'm going to name four beers. You find the one that's not a real beer. The first beer on the list is Weird Al Dankovic. <laughs> Weird Al Dankovic. Nice. Beer number two, Drunk as a Skunk. A skunky IPA. Beer number three, Breast Beer. 
That is breast beer. Beer number three is breast beer. And beer number four is Purple Monkey Dishwasher. How do you like that for a name? <laughs> Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Okay. So three of those really were beers, listeners. So you got to find the one that was not a beer. Once again, Weird Al Dankovic, Drunk as a Skunk, Breast Beer, and Purple Monkey Dishwasher. So Damon, our guest... We're going to have you go first. Which one is not a beer? I'd say the second one, Drunk as a Skunk. Drunk as a Skunk. All right. Let's go with Producer Joe. Uh, Breast beer. Breast beer. Sandman Tom? Breast beer. Breast beer. All right. Influencer Jeff? Well, I want to someday own a shirt that says Purple Monkey Dishwasher. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want that to be a beer so bad I'm not picking it. I'm going with Weird Al Dinkovich, although that's a fantastic Ooh, name. A I just name. think that's right in your wheelhouse for making up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And talent. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, a breast beer just like screams not a beer, but. You've nailed me the last couple of weeks, so um, I'm going to go drunk as a skunk. Nice. Drunk as a skunk. Okay. Here we go. Where Well, Weird Al Dankovic really is a beer. All right. I want a shirt of that, too. By, yeah, Flatland Brewing Company up in Sacramento. All right. And uh, Breast Beer actually was a beer... Yeah, actually, it was to support. Basically, it was uh, you know breast cancer awareness. It was San Diego based beer for boobs. Basically, Coronado Brewing made that. Oh, very good for them. Good for them. And uh, Purple Monkey Dishwasher actually was a chocolate peanut butter porter by Evil Genius Brewery (laughs) in Philadelphia. And the beer I made up, the beer that was not a beer, was. Drunk as a skunk. Talent, you're back on the board. Damon, Damon too. Damon's. Nailed it. Damon, first time out. First time out, Damon. Veteran. Veteran move. Nicely done, doctor. Yeah. I have two shirts I want because I want a Weird Al Denkovich shirt as well. Yeah. Yeah. And a breast beer shirt. I mean, it seems like a yeah, good shirt yeah, to yeah, have yeah. too. But I'm I don't sure think... they're available. Yeah. yeah. Breast and so. beer. Yeah. Two great things. <laughs> this has been another episode of Beer or Not a Beer. Join us next time, and can you find the beer I made up out of nowhere? All right. Before we get to our last final questions, is there any other beer we need to try? What do you got left? I think I've got the cider, and I've got the special. I want to try that that heavy-duty one. All right. Let's try the special. I want to try that stray cat. Yeah, I'm in. That's the, that's what it is, stray cat. I'm a little scared of it. Me too, but I'm in the comfort of my own home, so and, and, and not. I'm in a safe spot, and not Tyler because of the ABV, yeah. but because of the sweetness that Damon mentioned. And I'm on record as not being a giant fan of sweet beers. Well, it's not it's not like sweet like sugar sweet, but in a malty sweetness. So give us a little talk up on this stray cat again. So the straight cat, I was trying to make a, a nice double, solid double IPA. I was using a, a different yeast that I hadn't used before. And it ended up 
not fermenting everything that it needed to ferment. And so it's supposed to be much drier. So it's a dry beer, but it should have been drier and the yeast stalled out. So it actually finished, but it could have finished much drier. So it would have actually pushed it up to closer to an 11. <laughs> it's very smooth, though, for a 10, 10% plus beer. Yes. So, so it's lost the hoppiness just because it's a little bit older. It's a little right. bit oh yeah, uh, stale. But it's been in that bottle for, it's probably over a year. <laughs> it's aging. They call it aging. Aging. Yeah. But I, usually I, you don't I, age an IPA. There's I know, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So it's almost like uh, almost like an old ale. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really still really good. That's what it tastes like, like an English old ale, something that would be probably like a in the seven eight percent range. I could get in so much trouble with this. It's very good. I don't know what it is, but the, a lot of the beers that I make end up really smooth, and I don't know why. <laughs> Talent. It's it's the love. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it is the love. It is the love. Hey, can we pull out Will Ferrell on this and give Damon mm. a? I would pull. I think we could pull Will Ferrell out on all of his beers. I would agree. I mean, I think it's a general consensus. I haven't had one beer that I put less than four two five, and yeah. so I would agree. Damon, he probably sees him in the corner there of of his mansion, but we have Will Ferrell on retainer just for this. So for Yellow House Beers and Damon, come on out, Will. What's it hit your lips? It's so good. <laughs> Very nice. So, uh, Damon, just a real quick couple of final questions here. So what's next for you and your brewing plans? Uh, what are you going to make next? What do you got in store for us? So so the next beer is uh, this will be, I think, the third time that I've made it. It will be a peanut butter honey blonde. Mm. Oh, nice. please. Sounds so good. Yeah. So, so I kind of came up with that idea. Everybody always makes peanut butter chocolate and it's like, Oh, I got my Reese's, you know, stout or Porter or whatever. And I was, I'm like, man, I'm eating a peanut butter and honey sandwich on whole wheat bread. And I'm like, this is going to be an excellent beer. Go Elvis. And so I use a couple pounds of honey and make a nice blonde. And then I get the nice, uh, homebrewer peanut butter flavoring, Pour it in, overdo it a little bit just because it's peanut butter and why not? In the name of all that's good and holy, we must have that. <laughs> in this next batch, I actually have some mesquite honey. So it's, really? it's, uh, I got it, it's from Mexico and it's a mesquite honey. So that is the, the next batch. I'm going to make about 15 gallons of it. So very cool. I will definitely share it with you guys when it's ready. Yeah, oh. I would love to have it so happy right now i think i'm gonna start brewing that one in about two weeks i, I just have to make sure i have enough room in the four refrigerators <laughs> in the garage yeah, so i was gonna ask you with with the amount you're producing how many you know what's your cold storage right now because you got <laughs> you're making a lot of beer the yellow house is actually just a cold box <laughs> yeah i wish so i have three refrigerators that were all donated to me and so i can hold four kegs in each so that's what 60 gallons wow there and then I ended up getting a, a commercial pharmaceutical fridge from from Dan over at Arcana, and I use that for my uh, fermentation control now. And then right now, it uh, it's storing extra beer. <laughs> so are you are you normally like at almost full capacity on your on your storage? No, I well I usually try to keep somewhere around eight to ten kegs. Wow, that's amazing. 
Uh, I have, I think I have 13 now. You're like a nano brewery, yeah. just in all of yourself. Yellow House yeah, Nano Brewery. Yeah, a little bit. It, it really is. And then, and I, I had slowed down on brewing because I was losing weight. And I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> drink. And then, and so I was brewing at the brewery. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and and now I'm just like, oh, I can't brew at the brewery. What am I going to do? I just brew at the house. That's right. Right. <laughs> and hey, so I picked up home production. When the fridge is full, you just let us know because it, we are nothing if not helpful. Yes. Like my, my patio is big enough. We can social distance oh. on the patio. Yeah. He's got a great patio. I can, uh, I can attest to his patio. Yeah. The peanut butter honey sounds really good. The that honey, just uh, sounds like the perfect beer to me. Yeah. Good. We're going to return all the gross bottles that you gave us and you fill them with the yes peanut butter honey. If you would, that'd be great. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's a great plan. Recycling at its finest. Yes. All right. So last question for me, at least, and we'll see if anybody else has. So, I've been dabbling a little bit in the home brewing. I actually just started once we went on quarantine. That's when I actually started because I figured I got time now. So I've dabbled. I made a couple batches, three batches. Um, I get the sanitation part of it because I think that's what you hear from everyone. And I, I can see the the importance of that. Uh, the other one I, I quickly figured out was important was also regulation of temperature, I think is extremely important. Uh, what are some other tips you would give to no- novice home brewers uh, to help them create great product? So I, I always have people come over and taste the different grains. Uh, that's, that's a big part. All of it, if, if you think of it like a, a recipe of food, and you, or you think about how that beer is going to go with food, think about the flavors that you're, you're tasting, right? So you have the things that are going to impart flavor are the hops, the malts, and the yeast. And so going to White Labs is always a great experiment in tasting what the yeast can do. And you can read about it. That's what I did a lot of times was just read about the different ingredients and what flavors they impart. And then think about how that would either go as the beer together or how that beer will go with food. So I do my recipes almost on a, on a taste premise. Interesting. Biscuits and mustard. Mm-hmm. Biscuits and mustard. So I hope at some point, once, uh, once this all settles down, uh, one day you'll let us come over and maybe watch you make some beer just to pick your brain a little bit and see, cause you're definitely producing some great product. Anytime I, I invite all my friends that say they want to make beer. I say, come over and see how it's made. And if you don't like cleaning, just don't brew. There you go. I agree with you. I, I get that part of it. And I think people should brew different beers. If you're just going to brew an IPA, just go buy it. You're not yeah. really saving any money. It's very true. Fair point. It's fair point. <laughs> So I'm going to give a shout out to the Yellow House since I've been there. And uh, the front patio at the Yellow House is very inviting. If you get an invitation from Damon to uh, experience his beers, definitely go. Because I went to pick up the beers and he's like, do you have time for a beer? I didn't plan on it, but I'm like, of course I You're do. like, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> right. but sure, Damon, right, right, I'll right, a beer. Right, right. All right. Yeah, it was a 6 a.m. I had some yeah, weeds yeah, to pull on a conference call, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can multitask right. with an extra beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Pick weeds, drink a beer, talk on the phone. It's all good. Yeah. So the Yellow House is an amazing place. I encourage you all to experience it if Damon presents the opportunity, for sure. Yeah. No, very good. You're, you're all welcome. Thank you. Now, we want to thank our special guest, Damon Adamo, for joining us tonight and sharing not only his excellent beers, but his beer knowledge and stories with us. Salute. 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 Listeners, thank you as well for taking the time to listen into our podcast and 
having a few beers and laughs with us along the way. Stay safe. Be nice. Cheers. We'd love to keep drinking and chatting, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.